Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Would you be the jerk for asking your own husband if they washed their hands? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for taking my fiance's dinner after he touched mine? I'll be quick. My female 26, fiance male 32 is blind. We don't disagree a lot, except he always gets bothered whenever I eat different food from what he's eating when we go out. Like, if we're having dinner out and I order else, he'll instantly get upset and accuse me of treating him as less than when I just have different taste in foods. I would just eat what he eats to keep the peace. I eat out alone as an alternative, but since he clearly doesn't trust me, he'd randomly touch my plate to see if I'm having the same dish. This caused huge arguments between us and I told him to stop doing it and he said he would. We went out to eat nights ago and I ordered the same dish he ordered. When the food arrived, he looked somewhat uncomfortable. I asked what was wrong and he refused to say and before I could even grab the fork, he extended his arm and his hand touched the food on my plate. He moved quickly and started excusing what he did, saying he just wanted to make sure, but I lost it on him. I felt so grossed out and there was no way I could eat the food after he touched it. He tried to get me to drop it saying I shouldn't be grossed out by his hand and that I overreacted etc. But I grabbed his plate and told him that I was taking it as my dinner. He at first asked me to be rational and give the plate back, but I refused. An argument ensued and we had a fight. He then ended up leaving, started spam texting me accusing me of being bitter, pathetic and childish and robbing his dinner. He went to stay with his friend who picked him up, and his friend sided with him saying I was in the wrong. Even went as far as to say that I was abusing my fiancé and financially controlling him when I pointed out that I was the one who paid for the food. The problem is magnified now with him wanting an apology and me refusing to give him one. My parents think I should have more patience and that this is just typical love spats between us, but I'm not sure. Was I the jerk with how I handled this? I don't think being blind really has much to do with this story besides him having to touch the food. Everything else just seems like a weird behavioral thing that makes no sense. Why do you all have to eat the same thing? Was there like a childhood thing that conditioned them to be this way? I really don't understand why he has to be so childish and controlling himself and you can't enjoy what you want to enjoy when you go out, you have to have the same as him. What kind of insecurity is that? I definitely don't think OP's the jerk, right? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my wife it's her job to babysit the kids and leaving the house? I, 35-year-old male, have been married to my wife, 32-year-old female, for 7 years. We have two children together, 6-year-old male and 3-year-old female. She takes care of the house and babysits the kids most of the time because she's a stay-at-home mom. But we evenly split chores and childcare on the weekends and when I get home from work. My wife is much more social than I am. We moved to her home state from mine because she wanted to be closer to her parents and her childhood friends. Now she's a lot more social than I am. She goes on 3-4 to girls trips a year. 
I have no issue with that and I'm happy to babysit the kids full time in her absence. I'm more of a homebody anyway, so I usually like to just paint in the spare room or play video games every once in a while instead of traveling out of state. I don't really take time off work unless we do something as a family. For the past 3-4 to months, I was very busy on a major project at work. I've been working 60 hour weeks and frankly I'm exhausted with the stress. So when the project was finally coming to an end, I told my wife I'm taking a day off and I won't be doing any work around the house. Of course, I'd still clean up after myself, but I didn't want to do any chores or childcare on that one day. I told her that two weeks in advance and she agreed. I also reminded her three days before. However, when that day came, my wife forgot about our agreement. I was in the painting room and my wife interrupted me, telling me she needed me to give our daughter a bath because she spilled milk all over herself and couldn't do it because she had to wash the dishes. It was annoying, but whatever, crap happens. Later on when I was playing video games, my wife tells me our son needs help for his math homework. I ask her why can't she help him herself. She said it's because she has some work to do. This work was actually her best friend coming over and chatting for an hour. This really ticked me off. So after I helped my son and the best friend left, I told my wife I'm leaving the house for 4-5 to hours. She asked me where I was going. I told her I'm just going to chill in the park and do whatever. But then she says she needs me to help out with the chores and with the kids. I told her that today was my day off from all work, including housework, and it's her job to babysit the kids on this day before I left the house. When I came back, she was acting cold and called me a jerk for just abandoning her and the kids. I think she's being dramatic, but when I spoke to my sister, she said parenting is a 24-7 job. So, am I the jerk? I think everybody does deserve to have a day off here and there. And I think what separates this from really being the jerk is the fact that OP gave weeks in advance of just saying, hey, I just need one day off. It was agreed to, and when that day came along, it just was not respected at all. I think the only thing more frustrating than being stressed out is being stressed out and ignored on the day you weren't supposed to be stressed out. This next story is, am I the jerk for taking my daughter's boyfriend out to dinner? My 14-year-old daughter May has been dating this boy Felix, also 14, for a couple of months now. He's a nice boy, really polite, but I can tell he most likely isn't from a well-to-do family. I don't have a problem with this though because, as I said, he seems like a good person and that's what counts. He was going to take my daughter out for ice cream earlier today and while he was waiting for her to get ready, he asked me if he could have some peanut butter. I said, oh, don't you want to save room for the date? but he explained he didn't have enough money to buy something for himself. He's always paid on their dates as far as I know. This poor kid was so hungry I could hear his stomach growling. I offered to give him some money, but he said he's not allowed to accept cash. I then asked him if it would be alright if I took him out for dinner with my daughter, and he called his mom and she said it was okay. When May came downstairs, I told her the new plan. She was upset and thought it was lame that I'd be with them. I said I could just sit in the car and she could call me when it was time to pick up the check, but she was having none of it and said she was going out with some friends instead. It was a little embarrassing since she basically dumped him in front of me, but I kind of just moved on and asked Felix if he still wanted to go. He said yeah, so I took him down to Wendy's. We had a good time, but when I told May where I'd been, she was furious. She accused me of liking her boyfriend romantically and that I shouldn't have gone on a date with him without her. 
I reminded her I'd given her that option and she'd refused. But she said that didn't change anything and now she can't trust me with any of her boyfriends. I tried to tell her I'm not interested in her boyfriend at all, but she just ran out of the room. I feel bad for her, but I don't think I did anything wrong. Am I the jerk? I think this is one of those situations where you need to offer to take them out for dinner, but in reality, you do just give them the money. If Felix or somebody insists they can't accept the cash, just say you're paying for it. You're not accepting cash, I'm paying for it. Clearly, the daughter didn't want their parents around at all. They wanted to have their own date night, even if you're in the parking lot. Switching it around to go with them, it doesn't make you the jerk. But I can understand how, to a 15-year-old, this is the worst thing you could have possibly have done. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting my future stepson to attend my wedding? I, 30-year-old female, am getting married to my fiancé, Alan, 33-year-old male, in December. My fiancé was married to Amy, 34-year-old female, before me, and they both had a son together, Jay, 17. Amy and Alan slept together at a party when they were both 16, and Jay was the product of that. They tried their best to make it work for five years, but then got divorced as Amy had cheated on Alan. Now, coming to the issue, I met my husband when I was 25 and he was 28. That's nearly six to seven years after his divorce with Amy. But Jay seemed to think of me as the cause of it. Alan and Amy have decided to not tell Jay about the real reason of their divorce until he's legally an adult. Because of that, he seems to believe that if he pushes his father and mother together, they'll get back together. I have nothing against Jay, but his actions really hurt me and he's so full of hatred for me. Initially, I tried to be a second mom to him, but he didn't like it, nor did Amy, which I understand. So I stopped trying and treated him as a friend instead. But he talks down to me, calls me homewrecker. But last week, his friends all messaged me, harassing me and asking to send them my OnlyFans, which I don't have. Since I'm a tramp and a lot of other explicit things, this has hit the nail in the coffin for my fiancé. My fiancé is furious at Jay and wants to uninvite him from our wedding. So do I. But Amy is against that. She thinks I'm being too sensitive and believes that this is normal teen behavior. I don't know if my dislike for Jay is clouding my decision, so please tell me, am I the jerk? Edit 1. Hey guys, we scheduled a talk with Amy and Jay tomorrow to look over this issue. We'll update tomorrow if all goes well. Thanks for all the advice and insight. Edit 2. Hey, so I'm going to try to make this not too long, but basically me, Amy, Alan, and Jay had a sit-down talk just about 30 minutes ago. It wasn't going anywhere until Alan burst out about Amy cheating on him. Amy went hysterical and tried to deny any accusations, but eventually agreed. Jay looked so confused, but he surprisingly took it well. No one expected him to, but he did. He seemed so ashamed of himself. Turns out I was right. Jay didn't believe that I was a homewrecker or anything. He was just jealous and mad that I got with Alan when Alan had money and was rich. Meanwhile, his mom had to go through poverty with his dad and seemed to think of me as some gold digger. Even though I also work and earn almost as much as my fiancé, Jay also admitted that Amy had said a lot of messed up stuff about me to him when Alan and I first got together. He apologized for that. He said that he wasn't aware of what his friends had sent to me and agreed that while he may have confided in his friends about what his mom said about me, he never asked them to message me. I've never seen Jay look so remorseful. Amy was fuming throughout this ordeal and screaming at Alan and I. Eventually, Alan kicked her out to have a more peaceful convo with Amy. 
Alan and Jay both exchanged hugs and for the first time in three years, Jay looked happy. Well, that didn't last for long because after the initial guilt and shock, anger settled in and he immediately moved out of his mom's flat and moved in with us. He's mad at Alan too for keeping the secret from him, but not at me surprisingly. He actually didn't blame me, so I think we might actually be able to be in a more friendly familial relationship. So yeah, it sounds to me like the real problem was always Amy. It sounds like when Jay was clearly a young kid, she had been sowing seeds of discontent and lies that Jay grew up to believe was the sole reason for it being that way. At least to pit Jay against you if not anything else. I'm glad that finally the truth was told so Jay, who's 17 and should honestly know the truth by now, can understand the full picture before it hopefully cemented too far. Our next story is, would I be the jerk for revealing where my kids' college money came from? Hello, I'm a single mother, 43, of two kids, 18-year-old female and 14-year-old male. Their fathers are not in the picture. Recently, I was contacted by my ex-brother-in-law, 40? He told me that when he was married to my sister, 38, he had started college funds for my kids. They separated, but he still wanted to give them money for my children. It's not full right amount, but it will mean that my daughter won't have to work during college unless she wants spending money, and it's more than me or my parents can give her. Obviously, I was overjoyed at this, but I asked him not to tell anyone because my sister has grown quite bitter about their divorce. I'm not really sure what went down, but as far as I know, they had separate finances, so I don't think it would be due to money reasons. When I told my family we had received a donation to my daughter's college fund, Everyone was overjoyed, but also really suspicious, because there are times in the last few years that that money would have really helped. Someone in my family started the joke that I got this from my boss for favors. It's not true, but my sister and brother won't let it go. Let's get takeout tonight. Hey X, go sleep with your boss and get it. I'm not doing a good job of explaining it, but it's really quite hurtful to have my family saying these things, even as jokes. I'm considering telling them brother-in-law is the one behind it. It'll stop them insisting on knowing the source, but it might hurt my sister to know he helped us. I can't really ask people for advice without it leaking out. I've only told one girl from work, and she suggested here for some anonymous opinions. I guess it's complicated because one of your kids is 18, so this isn't like a down-the-road thing. This is pretty close to being needed right now. Honestly, if this is giving you a lot of grief... It's honestly better just to be truthful about it and have it out there and not have to deal with getting treated like some person who's sleeping around to get all this money. Or God forbid they assume you're the next Walter White or something. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my wife to wake me up at night when our newborn wakes up? My wife, 35-year-old female, and I, 35-year-old male, just had our third child one month ago, four weeks. For the first week or two, my wife had to wake him up every couple of hours to feed him, but now we just let him sleep until he wakes up to eat. Here's where that becomes a problem. I am a really heavy sleeper. There is nothing that can wake me up short of being attacked by a bear or shaken or something. It's been that way since before my wife and I had kids. Babies crying or screaming do not wake me up. They didn't even when we had our first, 8-year-old male. So usually I've woken up when my wife turns on the lights for changing and stuff. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Like that, apparently I sleep through a lot when my wife is getting up a lot. So she's saying she does an unfair amount of work at night because of it. I feel bad because I recognize that if I'm asleep... I'm not contributing to the night stuff, so I asked my wife to wake me up when the baby wakes up, and she told me that made it so much worse, and that it was like, weaponized incompetence. She just doesn't want to wake me up for some reason. I'm not weaponizing my heavy sleep against her, I just want her to wake me up so I can help. But like I said, she said that that makes it worse, and now she's mad. Am I the jerk for asking to wake me up so I can help with the night stuff for our newborn? I definitely think there would be some kind of way to make sure that you could wake up. They apparently do make devices that you can wear that vibrate pretty strongly, or maybe you can have like a baby monitor that has earbuds, so when there's actual loud baby crying, it's in your ears. I get that sleeping with earbuds in is not preferable, but if you want to truly do your share, there's definitely things you can at least try to do short of expecting your wife to wake you up every time. Our next story is, am I the jerk? My wife and I got into a huge fight over a budget on the way to back to school shopping at the local mall. She insisted we needed to adhere to a strict budget. I said we should get whatever the kids need or were drawn to. She hopped out of the car and walked home. I went shopping for 7 hours. I'm the breadwinner for our family and my wife stays at home. She's a few years older than me and I've always struggled with feeling like I report to her. She denies it strongly but I still feel that there's a power imbalance that she benefits from even after 15 years of marriage. We've done well over the years and have a net worth of $2 million plus. I have a great job and we make $300,000 plus a year. My wife is very frugal and not only doesn't like spending money herself, but shames and pressures me when I do. She grew up in a poor family and spending doesn't come easy for her. Not the worst problem to have in a spouse, I know, but hear me out. We were heading to a large local mall with all of our kids to do school shopping when the topic of a budget came up. She was insisting that the budget for each kid should be $100. I suggested that we should be more flexible and get what the kids need and what the kids might want or be excited by. Why am I working as hard as I do if I can't spend the money on my kids from time to time? We do not spoil our kids and back to school is pretty much the only time we get new stuff for our kids. She then changed tactics and claimed that it was her that does laundry and the kids already have enough clothes, so I would have to do the additional laundry that would inevitably come with more clothes. I dug in and said that since I'm the breadwinner and make all of the money, I should have the right to spend it on my kids how I see fit. I have never once in our entire marriage tried to control or restrict how she spends money, but she does it to me all the time. She snapped and said, fine, you can just go with the kids then and spend to your heart's content. I don't want to have anything to do with it. 
and got out of the car at the next stop sign. I begged her to get back in. I turned around the car and gave her several opportunities to get back in, and I offered to give her a ride. She refused and literally walked six miles back home alone. I was quite shocked that she would do that, but proceeded to the mall where I spent seven hours shopping with the kids, getting lots of great stuff for school. I definitely didn't go overboard and spend like I was a celebrity, but we focused on getting what the kids needed with a healthy amount of things they wanted as well. Am I the jerk for digging in and insisting on spending however much was needed on my kids? I really don't think OP's the jerk here. I know if I were an OP situation and I'm doing well for myself, I would feel the same way. It's not like you're going out and buying three Nintendo Switches for each kid. You're going out and buying them some nice clothes so they can look good and feel good going back to school. This isn't even like the bank breaking type behavior, buying your kids clothes and new supplies. God forbid you spend a little extra to make sure your kid has a backpack that they genuinely really like. I have some close family members who have similar-ish behaviors with wanting to spend money or trying to save every dollar they can, and it sucks when sometimes you feel like you have to slap them for them to spend 50 bucks on something they've wanted for a long time when they've got ample money coming in. This next story is, am I the jerk for not inviting my friend to my party because she would ruin the aesthetic? I, 29-year-old female, started a small online book club for book lovers in my city about a year ago. I know it sounds a little nerdy, but it's not like that. We're all just some girls who like to read and share our thoughts, especially on historical fiction. Well, I've been seeing a lot of those book balls on TikTok recently where people throw huge parties where everyone dresses up extravagantly in ball gowns and those intricate masks and parasols and whatnot and thought it looked super fun. Only there weren't any being held anywhere near me, so I decided to hold an intimate one with the girls from my book club. There are about a dozen of us and we've met up multiple times, so we're all good friends. One of these girls is a close friend of mine. I'll call her Sam, 29-year-old female, and she does not like to dress up at all. She's always in sweats or athletic clothes, never does her makeup or hair, just doesn't really care about her appearance, even for formal events. I remember she skipped our prom and wore jeans to our ceremony, which is fine, she's a beautiful girl. But I didn't want that in my ball, so I didn't invite her. I sent out beautiful invites that I spent a good chunk of money for, rented out a small hall that fit my budget, catered and only asked my friends to pitch in about $20 each to cover some costs. Everyone bought beautiful extravagant gowns and accessories and I got even more excited. Well, eventually word somehow made it to Sam and she asked me about the event. She asked if I was really hosting an event for the book club and not inviting her, and after hesitating I said yes but only because I know she would never wear a ball gown or put effort into looking good. She said she was upset that I wouldn't want her there, even if she wore her regular clothes, and I told her that's not fair, that I put on all of this effort for a beautiful event where everyone can be a little extra for one day, and I didn't want her to ruin the aesthetic. She hasn't spoken to me since then, and the ball was two days ago. A success, by the way. Everyone looked amazing. Am I the jerk for not inviting her because she would ruin the event? I think OP is the jerk only for assuming in this situation. It very well could be that they want no business in dressing up at all. I think OP should have still gone to them and said, hey, you're throwing this book ball. Attendance is specifically for the people who dress up and fit the theme. 
I know maybe you don't want to do that, but I figured I'd offer it anyways if you do. That would be great, and there wouldn't be any animosity for intentionally leaving them out because you assume they didn't want to. It always just sucks being the odd one out and not have having heard any part of it until after the fact because you find out, oh, they just assumed something about you. Our next story is, am I the jerk for asking my husband if he washed his hands? My husband and me seem to have different standards on hygiene and cleanliness. I might be overly worried about germs to him, but whenever we go places, I want us to wash our hands when we get back. He started making food today for himself, and I asked him if he washed his hands as a question, and he said, what the freak is wrong with you? And this led to a fight where I told him if he would just do it, I wouldn't feel the need to ask, and he said I'm belittling him, and then raised his voice and got mad. I told him not to talk to me like that. It's like getting to me that at night he doesn't always brush his teeth, never flosses, etc. So am I belittling and in the wrong? I mean, I think if he doesn't handle his hygiene, it's fair to ask if he's washed his hands, at least if he's handling food stuff. Like if somebody goes to the bathroom and then goes and is handling the refrigerator or common ingredients that go back in the fridge. It's kind of gross to think about, right? And especially if your own partner doesn't brush their teeth or floss at night. I feel like you kind of have incentive to feel a certain way. This next story is, am I the jerk for how I reacted to my boyfriend not letting me sleep? First off, I work 12 hour shifts at night, 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. He doesn't work, he's a stay at home dad, so he could get therapy. It took him a year just to do one appointment, but that's a whole other story for another day. I usually let him sleep in, and I did today as well. I have barely slept the past few days because of dental pain and work, and I'm 14 weeks pregnant, so I'm exhausted from feeling sick and tired all the time. So, of course, at 9.20 I storm out of the house, he's still asleep, and go get coffee and breakfast for everyone. I get back obviously still upset about being so tired and it's practically 10am at this point. I lock myself in the room. I'm in a one bedroom with two kids and he's not on the lease, to try to eat and sleep in peace. The kids will not stop screaming or shooting toy guns. He's just on his phone on the couch, curled up. I stormed out to sit on the steps and gather my thoughts and messaged him that when I came back, he could either keep the kids quiet and let me sleep, take them somewhere, or he could leave himself. I don't want to look at him when I'm so sleep deprived and he gets to sleep at night and sleep in because it's just gonna pee me off. He stays up late playing video games, so it's not like he has to stay up all night or day. He said he didn't know the kids were that loud and got ticked off, saying he doesn't know where to take them. We also live in a big city, and there's at least two libraries and parks near us, plus his mom and aunts. Mind you, he could have just kept them quiet with a little effort and stayed here. Am I truly the jerk in this situation? He left, ticked off at me and yelling at the kids to hurry up. I also said if he's that dang mad to just go himself before he left, but he refused. He wouldn't say I love you when he left, which is his hallmark being ticked off move. I didn't say it either because I don't want to play that game with him. I just want to sleep. When I wake up, I'll read the replies on if I'm a jerk or not, and if I am, I'll apologize. But right now, I'm barely able to keep my eyes open to type this out. I'm so tired I might throw up. Honestly, I do think this probably goes beyond the kids being too loud. I think OP's just feeling overly stressed out and burdened because their partner very clearly isn't holding their own. And being pregnant is already hard enough. Having a partner that does nothing and sleeps all day kind of especially sucks. So I don't blame OP. Plus, if you are having a rough day, 
it's completely normal to hope that your partner could take the kids to the park or something for one day and give you a day off to just rest. This next story is, am I the jerk for injuring myself before my sister's wedding? I, 28-year-old female, and my sister, 26-year-old female, have always held great relations. Recently, her fiancé, let's call him Josh, had proposed to her. She invited the entire family and a few of her friends to the wedding. Four days before the wedding, I was cycling around the neighborhood I live in. I accidentally took a sharp turn and planted face first into the concrete. I bruised my leg, part of my face, and arms. Unfortunately, I thought I shouldn't go to the wedding. This reached my sister a few hours after I came back home and started treating my scar. And I tell you, she was furious. She told me that because of some dumb scar, I can't come to a relative's wedding. She also accused me of doing this on purpose just so I wouldn't have to see her friend, my ex. About an hour later, I got an entire paragraph from my mother stating that I'm a liar and a selfish person. There were two main reasons why I couldn't attend the wedding. First, after the crash I felt extremely nauseous and dizzy. Second, I could not dare to walk into a public area with a large bright red dot on my forehead. My husband, let's call him Damien, also decided not to go to the wedding due to the way my sister treats me. During the time I'm writing this, it's three days before the wedding and I still feel extremely sick. My mother is scolding me for not being able to attend a wedding for a medical event. She says that my sister has attended all of my important events, my graduation, my own wedding, etc. I accept that, but getting bombarded by angry messages from my mom because I got hurt is horrible in my eyes. So Reddit, am I the jerk? Yeah, I definitely don't think OP's the jerk here. If you're injured, hurt, not feeling well, and especially in some way are currently not wanting to be seen publicly because you have a scar or a black eye or something like that, I can't blame you for not wanting to go out. Just the fact alone that you're not feeling well is reason enough to not go. Honestly, I think OP should mute their texts or whatnot or their calls and just rest up. This next story is, am I the jerk for son slash daughter-in-law vacation drama? I have an adult son, lovely daughter-in-law, and two grandchildren, as well as a devoted wife. Generally, we get along well. Every two to three years, my daughter-in-law's family takes their adult children and grandchildren on a week-long vacation. A cruise, a beach trip, Disney World, whatever. Obviously, this includes my son and his family. The problem is, my wife is increasingly jealous that we also don't have these vacations with our son and grandchildren. When we broached the subject with him, he mentioned that he and his wife don't have much disposable income and can only attend these vacations because his in-laws pay. While we can afford it, we adamantly believe that we should not have to pay for an adult child's vacation. We decided to invite them on a cruise for next year. My son says that they can't afford it that soon, but maybe in two to three years. Of course, they already have a plan to vacation with my daughter-in-law's parents next year. My wife is devastated. I suggested that they bow out of the in-law trip next year and instead take some money out of their line of credit to join us. As we aren't getting any younger, my son got upset and said he shouldn't have to go into debt for a vacation and that maybe we could do a weekend getaway instead. My wife and I kind of lost it and said that we are tired of being treated like second-class citizens. Am I the jerk for what I suggested? It's only about 5000 for the cruise for all four of them. We're not expecting anything crazy. 100% if you want this to happen and they say we literally cannot afford that, 
Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you